Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two Dudes in a Podcast. I'm Dude Taft, and with me, as always, is Dude Josh. So today, Josh will be giving us advice, and by us, I mean not only you guys, but also me, uh, on how best to get started in the pretty intimidating, like... The, I guess you would say it's pretty intimidating getting started in comics. And so. Yeah. Uh, it's intimidating because it's it's its own medium that's not commonly like traversed for entertainment. But we'll go into that after all, all our introductions. Yeah. Uh, so, starting off with our introductions is I would like to remind you guys. This is an adult podcast. Yep. This is a topic that Josh is very passionate about. So almost definitely adult language will be used. Because it's so fucking good. Tab. Exactly. Because it's so fucking good. Um, another shout out is I'll shout out our Instagram real quick. It's two dudes pod. Number two and dudes pod. And our Twitter is a little easier at dudes underscore podcast. Yep. And a brand new shout out. Uh, a big thank you to our new editing guy, Mike. Appreciate it. Do we have a go. nickname for Mike? I don't. Uh, I don't know Mike as well as you do. No. He's just big Mike. He yeah, poop. big Mike. <laughs> I mean, he is a bodybuilder, so like. Oh really? That's yeah. what he got into. Yeah. Well, he's a bitch and editor. Yeah. And you can kind of hear that from the last few episodes. Editor slash producer, like. So the man's making us money moves, man. Ex- exactly. So. uh Thank you. This is his first shout out. So, uh, also, we would like to formally apologize for the, like, kind of like the spotty releases that we've been doing. Life has just hit Josh and I pretty hard in the past couple of days or past couple of weeks, to be honest. So yep. we've been kind of struggling keeping up with it. Yeah, our uh, our our back roll is no more. Exactly. Essentially, um, yeah. But hopefully, life will calm down in the next few months, and we'll just be able to devote more time to this because why go to work when you can make a podcast with your friends and make money off of it hopefully 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 all right so comic books taft yeah what have you read like what have you actually like gotten your hands on and read so v for vendetta obviously uh most of watchmen but not all of it uh some green lantern the very first comic I ever read was just some random Iron Man comic. Uh, and I have a small collection of really, really old, like, Silver Era Batman comics. Ooh, that's always good. Yeah. No campy Batman. Lord yeah. Uh, it was uh, Rainbow Batman is one of them. Oh, I've never actually read that issue. I have it, so. Yeah, I need to, I need to go snag that one. Oh. But yeah, so that's my... Like, pretty limited experience with comics. I'm a little bit more familiar with graphic novels, obviously, but still pretty limited. Yeah, so my first experience with comics was uh, I lived right by a library in the neighborhood. And uh, I would just ride my bike over there when you know I was bored as a little kid and sit down. And I read a lot of Thor and Captain America and Spider-Man. It was a big Marvel guy Okay. at the time. because I mean, You're still kind of a big Marvel guy because you have... The biggest boner for Spider-Man that I've ever seen. Spider-Man is, like, works better than Viagra for you. Have you seen Tom Holland naked? 
or not naked, but shirtless in homecoming. I haven't. He was shirtless in homecoming. He was just boxers. I was like, that's a man. Okay, cool. No, no, some homo. Some. I think quite a lot of homo. No, like no, it's twenty nineteen. There's no problem with that. But there was a lot of homo in that. But like statement. when I think when I think Josh going full homo, it's it's always Jason Momoa. Like that's that's a man. Fair enough. That's Fair a enough. man. Fair enough. Um. <laughs> so, as a child in the library, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I went on and heard about uh, DC relaunching everything. Everything starts at issue one, and hopped on a, on that train uh, on the New Fifty Two, and just picked up things here and there. Went down the, uh, YouTube and Reddit you know, holes in the ground to figure out where to, where's a good place to start and how to read and who should I be following and things that I'm going to tell you you guys out all about today. Um, so it's always good to start a lecture with a fun fact. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Teacher Certificate in Training? Yes, thing? I would agree. Fun facts are always fun. Okay, so my fun fact of the day is that jazz and comic books are the two art forms indigenous to the United States. The only two? I think so. Interesting. Somebody fact check that. Yeah, somebody <laughs> fact check that and get back to us because I feel like that's not correct. But who knows? Well, my my comics history because I did like full on debates about it in public speaking classes in school. Uh, the first real comics were uh, World War II propaganda out of the United States. Like, so, like the earliest kind of traces. Fair enough. And uh, I guess if you're talking about strict art forms, not art styles, then I could see maybe. Yeah, but like the panel storytelling. Yeah. The what, you know, storyboards, comics are pretty much the same thing. I guess when you get to like that root of like how you make it. Yeah. Uh, so I figured the best way to get started with a discussion about comic books is to go over jargon. Uh, some things that you will see if you're uh, watching YouTube or going down. Uh, Reddit or forums like that to kind of get your information. So, in no particular order, uh, an arc is a story within a book, i.e., think about the Alien Symbiote Saga and the Amazing Spider-Man run. That was numbers 340-something to 60-something. So, that was a small story with a beginning, middle, and end in the greater book of the Amazing Spider-Man. With me so far, Taft? Yep. I see you taking notes. Nah, not at all. I'm writing questions for future, like, you know? Oh, well, I guess that's still good, too. It's still <laughs> studious, right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, I'm, writing, I'm writing questions to ask the teacher. Okay, so next up on our definitions list is run. Uh, that's an author's time on the book. Uh, a popular author that some of the fans, and I'm pretty sure you know Taft, is Joss Whedon. Yep. Uh, directed Avengers, wrote Firefly, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Dude's pretty king of the nerds. Yep. Uh, I would say that's Will Wheaton, but whatever. We can argue that. I mean, like, I'm not crazy about Will Wheaton, but like, I feel like he solidly does have the title of King of the Nerds. I would argue only one other. Okay. Nathan Fillion. No. Nathan Fillion does not have King of the Nerds. I mean, I would just, who would you follow into battle, though? Honestly, neither of them, because like, I love Nathan Fillion, but like he was on Firefly. What other nerdy stuff has he done besides voicing Buck in Halo? Uh, Hal Jordan in Green Lantern. Okay. Uh, the hammer is his penis. That that's not even nerdy. Yes, it is. That's not nerdy. It was a jo- it was Joss Whedon. <laughs> I know, but it wasn't nerdy. Um, and Castle was pretty dorky. Not even a little bit. I was in Castle was like he had the quirkiness aspect. It had though. the quirkiness, but quirkiness doesn't make it like King of the Nerds, you know. 
I would just I would just argue him because yeah. I like him the best. Exactly, so, you just like him a lot. Um, so I said, okay, so run. Joss Whedon had um a time on the Astonishing X Men series, and that was an, it was a great way to get into X Men is to start there. All right. Uh, so we have an issue, which is just think about it like one chapter of a story, and then a trade is a volume or a complete arc of a book being published. Um, so you can buy four volumes of the Joss Whedon Astonishing X-Men run. Okay. Okay. And then lastly, the most confused, I guess, in just like public consciousness is a graphic novel, which not all comic books are graphic novels. It's uh, a limited, almost always Elseworld story that has a beginning, middle, and end. Think Watchmen, V for Vendetta, The Dark Knight Re- uh, Returns, and yeah. Those are probably the three best graphic novels that come to mind. So, all that makes sense, Dad? Yep. Do you have any questions for me so far? Uh, not so much right now about any of the jargon or anything like that. I feel like that was all pretty straightforward. I'm more thinking about later on when we get to like more like the personal aspects of comics and stuff that I'm going to have questions about that. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know if this is confusing to anybody. A few people that I have talked to about comics... Uh, said that they don't really know how to read them, like to actually follow the storyboards. It's a lot like reading a book. You yeah. start with an individual panel, and it doesn't matter if you're reading text or looking at the, the artwork. It doesn't really matter. Reading uh, left to right, top to bottom. I can kind of see where they get that because some of them do have some very weird like bubble placement and such. Mm-hmm. And then you have some panels that take up two-thirds of a row or something like that. Exactly. So I, I understand it. And I'm just saying it for the... For the sake of saying it kind of thing. Um, so good places to get comics if you don't have a lot of money is the library. It's true. Like Josie and it's I, free. Josie and I a couple weeks ago went and checked out a uh, Sandman. Haven't read that one. Neil Gaiman, right? Yep, Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Gaiman, yeah. My bad. Neil Gaiman fans. Yeah, no, uh, so we were listening to uh, a, another podcast and they were talking about Neil Gaiman and they described the way like his writing is perfectly. Darkness, darkness, whimsy. Yep, that, that's, that's that's Neil Gaiman for you. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Neil Gaiman. Don't say that around Josie; she will stab you. Yeah, I'm just not having been exposed to enough of them. Like I tried to get into the American God book and just couldn't. It starts off very slow, and it paces pretty slow. Yeah. Like I just couldn't make myself uh, listen to it. Yeah, uh, the Graveyard book. Did you ever read that? Nope. That was a. Uh, what's it called that's like. A young adult book. Uh, and then Sandman. Those are his big ones. Uh, he helped out on Spawn. Mm-hmm. Um, medi- medieval Spawn. That's his creation. Um, he did some constant... Like He's credited with one of the best Constantine runs. Yeah, I just got Constantine... <laughs> uh, just like the, the first volume of like that was ever published. Mm-hmm. Um, Gonna try that and then maybe move on to the new game and run because I do want to give him another chance. Yeah, because the dude writes good fantasy. The dude's really excellent at comics. Honestly, I think I think that's his real like that's his thing. I always thought he was more of a novelist. No, like no, like he. I think he does do more novels, mm-hmm. but I think he's really gifted when it comes to comics. Oh, and such. I can agree with that. I think just from everything I read, Neil Gaiman is is one of those writers where if he's on a book, people are coming. Like people don't care what he's writing. Exactly. Um, which goes in sort of my next point. Um, 
Well, no, let me backtrack. So how do you know what to read, right? All yeah. superheroes are like the same. Exactly. Like um, going into it, the the most intimidating thing about comics, because I would be all up in that shit by now if it wasn't just so intimidating to find out where to pick up because there's so many different timelines, so many different stories. I don't want to feel like I'm missing something, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's so many heroes that have cross-sect, like, cro- like crossing stories, and if you don't read both At least that's how it feels. All 27 of them. You're not going to know what's going on or who this person is and why they're important now. Like, how- See, that's... Mm-hmm. That isn't... Yeah, there is a give and take in that because uh, I feel like for a lot of uh, moviegoers trying to get in, like coming from the from the MCU or the old DC I find movies, it really funny that you however you got into it through other media, like you want the big I, I stories. Like, you want I was just Age of Ultron and Infinity War and the movie was eh. Civil War. And, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm just you were saying you want these these big stories. Age of Ultron which I get is actually are also comic. comics, but also. The name of, of like some of the bigger movies, yeah, but the comic is pretty time, interesting, which was a big movie. It just had sequelitis. Mm. It it's like it's like the second parts of the Caribbean movie. The first one's excellent, just like the first Avengers movie. Second one is okay. It's not a terrible yeah, movie, it wasn't, but it's okay. I'll I'll rant about that later before I lose my train of thought for this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can argue. Yeah, I think Joss Whedon is great for like a visual style, but not a writing style for superheroes. Like, I love the Russo brothers' writing. I think the the MCU really picked up steam when they got involved. Kinda, like, yeah. Joss Whedon made like that iconic shot of like the original six with the the score going, and he does. They're all in a circle, and he does like a circle pan around them. You know what I'm talking about? I right? got you. Anyway, well, he makes some like iconic shots that I missed. Like, I feel like that was an actual panel that I just saw on like, splash page, which is it did look very good. And a comic splash page is the entire page is just one giant piece of artwork. Uh, that's that's my only like saving graces because Ultron looked fantastic, but the story was meh at best. Um, but going back to the original point, when you have those big crossover stories, those like moneymaker stories because that's where it gets confusing because Civil War had fuck like 20 maybe 30 tie-in issues of like how does this affect Iron Man how does this affect the X-Men and all these different teams and like shit that is interesting if you're a diehard fan of those books but wasn't important overall so that's where I think a lot of the intimidation comes from for that misconception but when it comes into getting into a comic, if okay. you already know a superhero from the animated series or a movie or whatever, okay. I would just grab that book and then start with uh, a volume of a brand new author. Because most runs are beginning, middle, end, right? So you'll have some big conflict, a big status quo change, and then there's a resolution. Everything goes back to like the status that quo. Is like that's the new writer to Batman run from everything I hear. Um, for example, uh, a legendary run, if you want to get into Batman is the Scott Snyder run for the new 52. That's yeah, it is excellent. Now that I think is numbered new 52 action comics. Number one, 
but it's still within the larger lore of Batman. So you, you can just pick up right there with Scott Snyder and go until he leaves the book, which I think goes all the way into Rebirth. So all of the new 52 action comics, mm-hmm. you're ready to go. Just pick it up and go. There's no really yeah. worrying about continuity because at that point, the continuity was wiped, even though it was kind of weird because Batman kept a few things like the killing joke. Mm-hmm. Even though this is supposed to be Batman's first issue, the killing joke still happened. Kind of confusing, but other than that, you're pretty much good because even when those older comics are mentioned, Scott Snyder fills you in with a narrative bubble. So really easy to go to, and most runs are like that. Um, which goes into another point that I wanted to mention. It's my last real lecture point was that Jesus. follow not so much the book. Like if you love Batman, find an author that you really like, but you don't have to read all I think Batman just broke a thousand this this month or last month. And Action Comics did it uh late last year. So yeah, you have a thousand issues to read, but to get a full content a full and complete story, you only need to pick a run. So that makes it a little easier, in my opinion. Um, okay. Follow those those authors and those artists that you really like. Um Jeff Johns is a legendary comic book author. He's helming the DC okay. Universe stuff, like Doom Patrol and Titans. Dude's good. I don't know how good he is with the screenplays because Titans was meh, but he's a great comic book writer. That he was the author of the Green Lantern I got you. that you that you wrote. Um, he he's writing Justice League right now. Never heard uh, that. He has an amazing run on Superman and the Flash. So anything that Jeff Johns puts his name on, I'm pretty much right there for. Okay. Um, another good one is Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, he's um, mm-hmm. he's really well known for making good progressive characters. Uh, he's the guy who made Miles Morales. Um, okay. He got his his baby was Ultimate Spider Man. So okay. if you want to read good Spider Man, Brian Michael Bendis is run. Uh, he's writing Superman right now, which is that they excellent. want. And I got he you. wrote an, another very very good run on Daredevil. So if you find an author that you really, really like, stick with him and you can really get into the world of comics okay. through that author's like interpretation. Um, and so my last point before I can like rant about it is DC yeah. made it really easy to get into their stuff. I feel like that's pretty frequent. Because DC for, for comics reboots its continuity every couple decades, like okay. every 20 years or so. Uh, they did that by... Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, like they did DC Rebirth, and that was about ten years. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, the New Fifty Two, which was about ten years, and then they did a soft reboot, DC Rebirth, which they brought in classic shit from the '60s, '70s, and '80s into modern day, and that's why DC Rebirth is amazing because it's taking the strengths of everything that came before it and telling brand new stories. Uh, but if you want to get into DC Comics, it's you read two things. And then I, you can just pick I've any seen, book. I've seen a lot the more of the animated movies than I've read comics. Um, and I have seen Flashpoint. The, uh, DC Flashpoint. Yeah, with Paradox. Thomas Wayne being Batman. And, cow, cow, and it's guns one of the animated movies, cool. too. I don't know if you've seen it. So you, all right, so you know the story. Yeah. So that was how they brought up the new 52. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Flash went back in time to save his mom who died when he was a kid it's fucked up everything it was a new timeline 
everybody started at issue one. That was the idea of New 52. Yep. So read that, and then you read another you know, short story, okay. uh, DC Rebirth, which introduces the Watchmen into the DC continuity. So after that, you can pick up with issue one of anything you want with a DC Rebirth title and go. Fair enough. Made it super Marvel easy. That's how hand. I really delved into comic books in general was because it, DC yeah. made it so easy for me to hop on. So DC Comics, super easy. So I know I've bitched about this not Which on the mic before. Absurd. Marvel Comics has never rebooted. So technically, everything is canon. Everything is one continuous story for X-Men, Spider-Man. Again, you can do those runs, um, and you'll be all right. However, Marvel now isn't making anything yeah. new or fresh. They're just mimicking the MCU now because Marvel has been shitty since Civil War came out. But like overall, as a publication, like it hasn't been great. Um, they okay did the Ultimates, which was really really cool. That's where all of your MCU stuff comes down because. Instead of wanting to reboot their continuity, they were like, "This is this Elseworld stuff that just is that kind of ground superhero in reality." It's probably like, not, uh, but is that the one with the Captain America was wasn't the first Super like, Soldier? But they the just like back to the head formula, in the entire world, and then just there's a whole about as wide as a, as a house. Okay. No. N- no, the Ultimates art was actually pretty good, in my opinion. That was from the 90s Marvel. And it, going into some comic book history, Marvel almost shut teeny, down in the 90s. Teeny like They were head. just running themselves exactly. into the dirt. And so the 90s had to be extreme. Like, I wonder why that artwork why have, didn't work. Itty bitty, Captain America head. And then just like Hulk's body um, as a, an attempt to like sell comics. And it just didn't work. And that's why they sold. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. The stories were shitty too. So that's why they started selling movie rights because they declared bankruptcy. So that's why you hear in the news is like Disney bought Fox and now they own the rights to everything Marvel. So it all goes back to like that comic bust. Um, okay. So yeah, Ultimates, really, really good stuff. Then got really, really shitty and they canceled it. And they were setting themselves up for a reboot. With the Jonathan Hitman run, which is just good. Read anything Jonathan Hitman too. He's good. And it just it didn't work out. Okay. Like they just pussied out. So now if you pick up the latest issue of X-Men or Spider-Man or Captain Marvel, whatever you're you're interested in, it's just boring. Like it just doesn't mean anything. And what they're doing now is trying to make Marvel more progressive and represent more people, which I'm hundred percent on board with. Like I don't care. I have enough white superheroes in my life to influence me. That's always great. More people should have more representation in comics, and then comics will transform into other media. However, your character cannot just be a minority, and that's it. Miles Morales was a kid down on his luck. Yeah. Got into superpowers, really represented you know, black youth in a big city. And was cool because his dad was a cop, his uncle was a gangster, and he drove him to different ways, okay. gave him different life uh, philosophies, and he made him a okay. well-rounded, interesting character. And then you take uh, the new Iron Man. Uh, 
she's Iron Heart, uh, black girl. Uh, Riri Williams is. She just happens to be black. Um, she's super smart at, at goes to MIT at sixteen and then just built her own Iron Man armor. But that's like it. Exactly. And it doesn't. Yeah, and I'm just that's my issue with Marvel. If you want to do progressive characters, cool. You still got to make them characters though. They're most interesting. DC's killing it on comics, not movies. Marvel's killing it on movies, not comics. So that's my two cents on. I have not seen modern Shazam Marvel. Yet. DC is amazing. Go read anything DC is doing right now, and you'll probably have a good good time. Marvel. Yeah. Dude, but did you see Shazam though? It was boy. DC on a comeback, and then the Joker trailer dropped today yeah. for the recording. That's fair. Bro, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the DC All right, uprise. So I have a couple questions for like, you now. That I have good done, things because like, Aquaman was good too. The lecture part. And Wonder Woman was good. It's just their team-up movies suck. Yeah. All right. So for someone like me who's just now, like wanting to get into comics now. The lecture. Thank you for listening. I hope that was hero helpful. Would you recommend starting your run interesting. off with? <laughs> like what's a good, what's, who's a good starter? Okay. Um, um, a good starter, like that Batman run mm-hmm. uh, with Scott Snyder that we talked about earlier in the New 52. Spider-Man, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. I can go on with recommendations, but it, honestly, there's enough superhero media now. And it, again, for us as kids watching Batman the okay. Animated Series, Justice League Unlimited the Spider-Man comic and the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s. Whatever you okay. like in your movie or your TV okay. show, that's uh, probably I, who you should probably I pick up I want to find a uh, good um, Ghost Rider run. I know you said that Daredevil's been really cool I to know. you, so I, uh, find one I would though. recommend the Frank Miller Ghost Rider is, or I love the Ghost Brian Michael Bendis run. Getting the Daredevil. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know right. one off the top of my head. So man. what is your favorite comic run you've ever read? Again, that's what the internet's for. Go on Reddit, and if somebody hasn't, make that post. What's a good Ghost Rider comic run to get into? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, that is hard. Um, can I have a tie? They're both DC. The Jeff Johns run. That's dark. Green that's Lantern. darkest night, right? I think this actually Brightest is a day. top spot now that I'm really thinking about it because it was its own lore. It was its own like, yeah. space adventure. You were rarely on mm-hmm. Earth. Yeah, and it's Darkest Night, uh, Brightest Day, the Sinestro Core War, and Green Lantern Rebirth, not to be confused yeah. with the Rebirth like line. That was just the, the name of the trade. Um, but that was just it. It was its own lore, its own universe. You didn't really have to concern yourself too much with the DC superheroes. Yeah, me neither. Because the only thing that you really need to know if you're just reading Green Lantern is that all the heroes on Earth died and were bring, being brought back through, uh, I can't think, the Black Lantern. I can't think of his name. Fair enough. And all right. that's, so, I think that's my favorite what of all time was because that was just like this awesome sci-fi adventure. So if you're not into like oh, superhero okay. comics, I thought you were fantasy, like moving on past try Green Lantern. It's a good no spy, Lantern, sci-fi so run. Yeah, fucking love Red Hood. Hold on, let me talk about my second. No. Okay. No, because this is what's going on right now. Um, you know about Red Hood. You've seen the the animated movie, the Scott Lodell run of 
Red Hood and the Outlaws. Um, the cool premise of it is the Outlaws are Bizarro, which is a re- like literal reverse Superman. He has uh, cold breath yeah. or cold vision instead of heat vision. Yeah, heat breath instead of ice breath. Uh, green kryptonite makes him stronger instead of weaker. Like just flip Superman around. It's Bizarro. And then there's and don't, Artemis. Don't you also have which Arsenal, is, uh, who is an Amazonian who was raised uh, in Egypt okay. and believed the Egyptian mythology. Okay. So it's really cool because you have a dark version of DC's, or arguably. Yep. That is in the New 52 run. And that is Red Hood, Arsenal, and Starfire. This is a lot cooler because it, it reflects uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman which they literally have a run in DC Rebirth 2 called Trinity because they are the holy trinity of comic book heroes. Okay. Really, really cool. If you like Red Hood, it it starts him off with like pussy, like he's not killing anybody. He's How not does he do it? Spoiler alert. Ruthless serial killer. Like he's actually trying to do it Batman's way and then it just derails him back to the status quo, but he does it in such a believable and interesting way. Okay. So we find out paraphrasing this we find out that the penguin okay. had something to do with um the death of jason's dot jason todd's uh drug sellers lifestyle like whatever penguin killed him uh and no he set him up to fall as, as the fall guy he was in life in prison and the orphanage runner yeah. i don't know what that's probably called but the lady who ran Jason Todd's orphanage hid the letters from him. So he gets these letters, finds out the pe- that the penguin uh, incarcerated his father and led him down the dark road that he's been on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the penguin is on top of like the mayor's office or whatever. Red Hood throws a smoke grenade and he's pointing the gun at Penguin. He's like, you're not going to do it. But like, just villain banter. And then he says something that makes Red Hood just snap. And I'm not going to spoil it, one, because I don't remember exactly what he said, and two, because it is worth reading. Jesus. And like, way to start back up with killing. The, the comic shows that the gun is cocked, and then the penguin looks at him in the eye and says, good on That's you, That's horseshit. Pow. Red Hood is uh, killing the penguin. Because doesn't Red Hood use like a forty-five neck- caliber or something like that? Like a, a desert yeah. eagle? Like- oh, well, he shoots him in the head penguin does because comic books, nobody ever yeah. really dies. Yeah. But whatever. Intent to go. Like, he did it. Like, he... I don't like a BFG, a BFG, big fucking gun. Um, anyway, so the very next issue is the Bat family, like all of Batman's sidekicks in the past. Everyone who works with Batman says, what are we going to do about Jason? Batman says, stay yeah. here. I'll bring him in. Turn the page. And the next page is Batman mm-hmm. like in a roundhouse, yeah, roundhouse exactly. kicking Red Hood in the face and breaking his helmet. Amazing artwork. No, I love Red Hood. Fucking cool. Because, you know, if Batman's pissed enough, like, no, he's going down. Like, Jason Todd doesn't really have a chance against Batman. Fair enough. No. uh, All right. So, what was the first comic you remember reading? Dude, you can can walk out. What was the the comic that you credit with getting you into comics? Like, this, you were like, you read this comic, and you're like, all right, this is a thing Um, now. The first one I remember reading was one of the early Thors. Okay. Okay. Um, 
the Jeff Johns run. Because that was my, I was just like, we, there was a comic book store that I finally got old enough to drive to without like needing to beg a parent. So I went in there and it was like, Green Lantern's cool. Where should I read Green Lantern? The comic book store guy goes, right here. Jeff Johns, uh, Green Lantern Rebirth. Fair enough. And so went, all, went along with this. Would you say Jeff Johns your uh, favorite writer? Got into more of DC's New 52, got Batman, and then really sprang really? on with okay. uh, DC okay. Rebirth. That's that's fair, but what about the king of comics, Alan Moore? Yeah, between he's got Jeff Johns and Killing Scott Joke. Snyder. Because that Batman that's a gra- is just that's, fantastic. That's not a graphic novel, though. He was the best graphic novelist. Like seven pages. Like <laughs> graphic novel. That is that is an Elseworld esque story. That is not within the action comics line. But it 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 is though. That's what it's like classified as, and it was so good that they made it canon. Fair enough. Um, All right, Alan so, Moore. Yeah, he's the best graphic novelist. I can't think of comics Alan versus Moore graphic novels. Superhero run. I think it was just I a know my answer. I'm, I'm more of a graphic novel fan. DC just happened to pub- publish it. Yeah. Um. For, for the newcomer, graphic novel is definitely the way to go because you don't have to worry about history or continuity. You you buy the trade, yeah. beginning, middle, end, you're done. Yeah. So no, I like a good graphic, graphic novel for, for because it's, it's, what gets it's a you book comics. with pictures. But some people uh, just have legendary runs. Like It's just about good superhero stories. Exactly. It's hard to, it's hard to really make Exactly. And, of course, it's got Watchmen and V for Vendetta. Which oh yeah, and we're too so sure relatively that lazy. My listeners are so tired of hearing me talk about superhero TV shows. On but I'm gonna keep talking about them because they're both excellent. I can't I can't watch V for Vendetta and not be like, well, let's have a revolution. Yeah, like do, like doesn't even necessarily have to be like a full one, you know? Yeah, just like so, revolt so in the kitchen, you know? Just like <laughs> overthrow Watch some it. sort of like hierarchy. Goes into the middle of the street, knocks over a, a cone. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, graphic novels. The best graphic novel, in my opinion, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. It's a good one. It's a really good one. I have read that one. I would have to say arguably the best one is Watchmen, though. It's just so quintessential. Yeah. It's 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 uh, American literature. Exactly. Like it, it's, it transcends its medium. Exactly. No, it's it's... It's an amazing story. It's an amazing artwork. Like all of it is absolutely amazing. The only reason I didn't read the entire thing is because one, it's quite long. Two, it's exactly the same as the movie. <laughs> I don't yeah. think there's a single difference except for some wording. Um, there's like journal entries from the Minutemen, um, yeah, which is the older things that you don't re- yeah. get. And then there's a comic within a comic about um, mm-hmm. yep. a washed up sailor trying to get back nope, home. I remember that. So those are your two biggest differences. But that's it. Film and movie. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's why Zack Snyder got the fucking uh, okay for the DCEU mm-hmm. is because he did a faithful adaptation of The Watchmen. So Fair. He just made it intense superhero violence. Yeah. It's all that The Watchmen yeah. is. Though. Yeah. All right. So, what is one comic? 
series or hero you haven't read about that you want to read about? Um, I'm tr- I am truly trying to get more into Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really get want to get into either Thor or Old Man Logan. Okay, Old Man Logan. I've I've like listened to a couple like online videos about it. That shit's weird. That's just it. It's so weird. And At one point, he gets it, eaten by Hulk and then like claws his way out. Like, um. Well, he he also got pulled into the main mm-hmm. universe and just like seeing how he's trying to prevent that future that um that happened to him in his timeline and that at the time that he was introduced into the main Marvel continuity that's called Earth 616 for anyone who cares um that Wolverine of the main mine uh got encased in adamantium and died like that the Wolverine of the main Marvel universe was dead when old man Logan was brought in. Okay. So like, that seems like an interesting run to, to yeah. get into and dive into. And then Thor, um, became unworthy, unworthy Thor. Yeah. Through Secret Wars and Jane Foster took the roles. Like, I kind of want to read both to kind of see like, how I've does heard very mixed reviews on it? Like Jane Foster was cool, but she didn't do too much. And then she was cool again. And then unworthy Thor was just like, I just miss, Classic Thor, but he's the, no longer Thor, though. He's he's Odin. He's Odin's son. So those are two uh, roles that I really want to want to check out. So yeah, those are again Marvel is a little harder, fair enough for me to get into, but I do generally want to, especially with all the MCU hype. Like, yeah, I think there is good stuff to go and pull from for modern day Marvel mm-hmm. because it is being reflected by the MCU. Yeah. So here's to hoping they get a little bit better and. Hopefully reboot and see like that's a good way to bring people in. Yeah, no, I want to like I've said before, I want to get more into uh, Ghost Rider, but uh, I don't know who owns this one. But I've heard great things about Preacher. Uh, I think Pre- Preacher is it's its own entity, yeah. if not its image, which is like Marvel, DC are always number one and number two. Image is always three. Okay. Do you know anything about Image? I know very little. Oh, so Image is pretty cool, too. Also helps create the comic bus. Okay. Uh, so, apparently at this time, in the early 90s, late 80s, Marvel was just not treating its writers very well. Like, um, Todd McFarlane, who writes Spawn, also did a pretty good run on Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, and he created a lot of like the extra symbiote things, I believe, but like he just didn't get credit for it. Like he couldn't make the money that he deserved. So him and a couple other uh, disgruntled comic book employees left both DC and Marvel and made Image. Okay. Image made Walking Dead, Spawn, and a few other like pretty notable things, but I just. I haven't delved into image because I always think of them as just like separate properties. Fair enough. Because that's the whole thing. It's not a connected universe. It's just a, an avenue for independent creators to, to make comics. Which is awesome. Yeah, that's how we have Walking Deads. And I think Scott Pilgrim came from there too. That sounds right. Um, but uh, so I'm going to now enlighten you on, I've been saving this one. Like When I listed off the comic stuff I've read, I, I purposely left this one off. Uh, on I'm gonna enlighten you on the greatest comic of all time. 
Okay. The Wanted comic. I Yeah, you have read that, I haven't have. you? There's a character in it called Shithead. He's made of literal shit. He can be as soft as diarrhea or as hard as constipation. That's an actual line from the comic. You have my interest. <laughs> so, it's very heavily hinted at that the wanted universe, uh, the wanted comic universe, takes place in a world where all the superhero uh, supervillains teamed up and decided to kill the superheroes, and they did. They fucked them up, and <laughs> so. Uh, there's no superheroes to stop them. Uh, this the fraternity is still a thing, just like in the movie. Uh, Stanley's dad gets killed, like actually gets okay. killed. Um, you're telling me it's like nothing like it the is movie? absolutely nothing like the movie, other than the fraternity and like curving bullets. I hope and I believe that. Uh, the fraternity is a totally different thing in it. It's just the name for like the group of superheroes. Like at one point, Foxy. Is that Angelina? That was Angelina Jolie's character who was called Fox in the, in the movie. Okay. Uh, and she dresses up like a fox. Like red clothes, ears, tail, all that furry fucking wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, she walks in and it's like right after Stanley finds out about all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no, you're fucking crazy. I don't want anything to do with this. Uh, she walks to a coffee shop where he's at and he pulls she pulls out a gun and kills every single person in the coffee shop except for Stanley. And when the cops show up, she shows her badge to the fraternity and the cops go, looks like they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like... <laughs> That's that's like, I, I want to pick it up now the just to be like the fuck. That's the level of power that the fraternity has. Um, they also have gotten so good at beating like other heroes and stuff, or like at just being as bad mm -hmm. that they have developed a time machine or not a time machine, but like a dimensional portal where they go and rob other dimensions just to fuck with the heroes in that other dimension. So like that's how it's hinted at. That it's like Superman and all them who are like killed. It's DC heroes and stuff that are killed. Oh, they just do like it's outlines. Uh, yeah, but like you're like enough to be enough to be cheeky. Feel like that's a blue and red outline of a man flying. Like you're like that's definitely gonna be that's that's that DC that universe that's, is Superman. That's DC, you know, like and that's cool. And so like it's not like they go and like mess with like other like they couldn't go to Marvel. They go back to a universe that's like an alternate timeline of their mm -hmm. universe. So it's so it sounds like it's just bad guys having a good yeah, time. Yeah, that's all it is. It's bad times having a good time. And like I said, there's a character named Shitface, and he's made of literal shit. So I mean, yeah, I lost my mind when I read that. So that's cool. Uh, I the movie, <laughs> uh, not the movie. The comic starts off with Stanley's dad's assassination. Uh, and he's having like a three-way or four-way or something like that. And he's like at least 90. <laughs> Just killing it. What was the name of the uh, the Playboy guy? Hugh Hefner. 
He was a Hugh Hefner. He was, in there. He was a Hugh Hefner for sure. But yeah, no, uh, his dad. I think he. I don't know. I don't can't remember if Curving Bullets is actually a thing or not. But his dad was just the world's best assassin, like hands down the best. And so that's he. he uh, and he left his spot in the fraternity to Stanley. So Stanley takes the spot in the fraternity. Interesting. I mean, and yeah, also I'm- a shit ton of money, all kind of like the house, guns, all that crap. So. Well, what's movie? Amazing and love that movie. You kind of skip. You kind of get to skip over all like the training shit. Like, yeah, Stanley's kind of goofy for a little bit, but but, like the end of it, like the end of the first comic, and they're not very long comics. The end of the first comic, he's just he's shooting the fuck out of Superman. (laughs) That's crazy though. Like that. That does sound interesting. Like, I want to go pick Mm -hmm. it up now. And then there's like, I'm not gonna ruin anything like that, but it's it's at least hinted that there's like some serious, like the big bad like thing going on is some villains are trying to fuck over some other villains and blah, 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 blah. But all in all, sounds pretty interesting. It's really, it's actually a very good comic. Um, that, well, something good that Marvel actually is doing right now mm-hmm. is uh, the Disney Star Wars comics are being published through Marvel. I've heard Darth Vader comic is excellent. Oh, it is excellent. Uh, they have a good Darth Maul it's like I think it's only one volume or one or two volumes that's really good too. Uh, there's a couple decent comics uh, that take place between episode four and five, but everything between three and four, excellent. Love them. Fair enough. All right. You have any other questions? No, for I'm me? done. That's all I got. I don't know. Is there is there any other wisdom that I can impart on you, my young Padawan? Uh, I'm good, but. If our listeners have any more questions for the comic master, Josh, uh, go ahead and tweet them at us. You can DM us in our, on our Instagram, any of that stuff. Uh, I'm, I think on Podbean you can leave messages. Or leave comments, which we'll read and hopefully reply to you. Definitely read. And if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcast, leave your question in like the little review line, and we can answer them that way. Uh, like yeah, we'd still want to make a big community of just nerds talking about nerd shit. Yeah, uh, that's been the dream. That's why we started a podcast. It's just an excuse to get together and talk about nerd that's shit. Uh, so yeah, I think we're gonna go ahead and call the episode. Yeah, real quick before we call the episode, I feel like we should maybe possibly bring this up. Uh, so Josh and I are actually in discussions of changing the name of the podcast. We are. So. If you guys have any ideas of what what you guys would like for us to change the name to, also same thing, messages, all DMs, all that stuff. Do you have anything like off the top of your head? You just- off the top of my head, no, not the current moment. But I'm always trying to think of some stuff. I like Lord of Nerds. Lord of Nerds is pretty solid. The Lords of Nerds. The Lords of the Nerds. Yeah, I like that, and that's pretty solid. But yeah, we'll, 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 obviously, like I said, we're still in discussion. We we'll probably have a couple, at least a couple more episodes before that happens. So. Stay tuned. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thanks again for listening. We hope to see you again next week. Yeah. If life allows it. Uh, again, this is Dude Josh. With me is my lovely co-host. Dude Taft. Next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>